0: The way that it should be, if we are really going to see, homegrown is the way that it should be. What's up, you wonderful homegrowers? First and foremost, I'm Chronic from The Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, and I'm back with all new episodes of the Homegrown Podcast brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. Be sure to check them out at www.homegrowncannabisco.com, where you can browse an immense selection of top-notch cannabis seeds. So Be sure to follow along on whichever platform you're listening from and get ready for some seriously consistent cannabis content coming your way every single Wednesday. And this first segment, we'll be talking about the easiest strains to grow for beginners. So sit back, roll one up, and drop a fat dab as we get lifted into some cannabis conversation. Let's begin. For me personally, I think autoflowering strains are going to be the absolute best types of strains to start with. With that being said, there are specific hardy autoflowers I would recommend that have higher yields as in the second segment, we'll discuss the realities of first-time yields. So choosing a nice hardy heavy yielding strain like Bruce Banner Autoflower, Yumble Autoflower, or a Moby Dick Autoflower would make all the difference in the world for any novice to get a nice above average beginner yield with ease. Now, I know many growers listening will probably be disagreeing as they've gotten better beginner photoperiod plants with crazy yields and root mass or stock size. However, from helping hundreds of people weekly, I can assure you that the average person struggles with photoperiod grows a lot heavier than autoflower grows. Let's break into pros and cons of photoperiods versus autoflowers for beginners, and you'll understand why I suggest autoflowering strains over photo period ones for beginner growers. The biggest con of photo periods to autoflowers is the chance of light leaks or not understanding light schedules or when to swap to flower. This can cause some serious issues in your garden, such as hermaphrodite issues and many more. If the grower is jumping back and forth between light cycles as they don't know which light cycle to use this can be an issue as well as having a light leak or if the grower doesn't completely understand the plant size that they have they can accidentally make too massive of a plant for their space come flower time with auto flowering strains you don't have any of these worries except giving them 24 hours of light and co2 like most quality breeders recommend they'll naturally flower on their own time which allows the beginner to focus on the fundamentals of growing to understand microbiology and how to build up microbial life within their medium or if they're in hydroponics understanding how to feed their plants and balance reservoirs properly along with the light cycle pros and cons auto flowering strains can be grown start to finish in the final size pot for those scared of transplanting their first grow this means growers can germinate a seed and plant it Keep it moist and feed properly and harvest with ease their first grow. Autoflowers don't require much, however their con is they are much easier to stress out versus a photo period. So be sure to watch the various episodes of the Homegrown Podcast we have recorded for you wonderful growers all about autoflower cultivation tips or tricks. Now good quality autoflowering genetics won't stress and hermaphrodite with ease, it does take some serious damage and you can see between my YouTube channel and the Instagram I run, The Cannabis Chronicles, I put my plants through some crazy tests which the autoflowers I grow from Homegrown Cannabis Co. always hold up to and don't hermaphrodite on me. So all in all for a beginner who is having to learn how to create a proper clean environment for plants learn how to set up that environment with lights, fans, filters, and many more items, and learning soil science or feeding technique, it's a lot of extra to take on a photo period that can grow massive if one doesn't quite grasp the size of plants or swapping to flower just yet. So growing an autoflowering strain that does everything itself, one just needs to feed and do some low stress training here and there, it's a no brainer for beginners. It takes all the stress out of an entire grow and basically out of their hands for the first time as they can really dial in the proper feeding, which will increase the quality of the product they're growing. As growing pounds of stuff that's barely frosty is not really an accomplishment if it does nothing for yourself medically. It's always best to grow quality over quantity, especially when it comes to growing your own meds at home. Also, autoflowers versus photo periods are a massive difference in time it takes to grow and yield flower. You can yield 1.5 to 2.5 ounces or more per autoflower in 56 to 80 days whereas it takes a full 30 days of veg time alone plus another 60 days at minimum for flower which pushes the grower 90 to 120 days along with the excess time of growing you have more space more energy and more growth to control along with light swap to understand light leaks to manage and a whole boatload of other things that an autoflower grower doesn't necessarily have to do a beginner grower does not have to train their autoflowers once Will they get better plants if they do some low stress training or training? Yes, absolutely. Will they get better and bigger plants as they learn to do more training? Absolutely. However, for their first grow, they're generally trying to replace their grow with their dispensary cost. So for them, it's about yielding good quality product that isn't messed up. So having a plant they can literally just feed and maybe do some low stress training if they want to is a huge bonus. They get to focus on making sure their setup is proper, no bugs or pests are in their garden, and they get to take their time understanding how to feed plants, especially if they wanna grow organic. They can understand organic methods of growing. All of this creates a higher quality product in the end, and this also allows the grower to learn proper harvest techniques, drying techniques, and curing techniques, which to me are more vital than growing large quantities for your first grow because you could grow ounces of top shelf best quality stuff, yet dry and cure it like garbage and you've turned it into bunk weed. Drying and curing are as important to the process as proper feeding techniques. None of this comes fast either. It takes a year or more of growing to get down a system that works for you to get to where you're feeling more dialed in with each grow and getting a grasp on some of the strains you work with. However each and every grow you'll find is completely different and there's always something to learn. So for me when I personally started growing I know it was much easier to work with autoflowering strains over photo period. I had much more success swapping over to photo periods than the majority of people I helped daily after I had already grown autoflowers. So for me growing strains such as Bruce Banner Autoflower, Yum Bolt Autoflower, Moby Dick Autoflower, Blueberry Autoflower, or even the Lowrider Autoflower can be fast flowering, heavy yielding, and very frosty strains with lots of flavors and smells to make you come back for more that any novice can enjoy. These are my personal recommendations with Bruce Banner Autoflower probably having the best chances for being the frostiest and highest yielding one of the bunch. It's named after the Hulk after all. So be sure to check out these strains at www.homegrowncannabisco.com. You won't want to miss out on all the deals going on, trust me. Autoflowers definitely win the battle for the best beginner strains to grow as I've seen a lot more success with first-time cultivators who grow autoflowers versus those struggling with photo periods. Now that we went over my top picks for easiest strains to grow for beginners. Looking at the pros and cons of understanding grasping fundamentals, harvest times, how long it takes to harvest, and other various pros and cons, go ahead and pack another bowl, drop another fat dab, and get ready to listen to Kyle Cushman tell you all how you can document your seeds and first-time grows over at www.homegrowndiary.com. Be sure to sit back and take notes as Kyle tells you all how easy it is to document your grows on our site. Take it away, Kyle. Homegrown Diaries is an amazing online platform that growers can use to track their growth cycle from germination to harvest update your diary every week with images and videos so you can see how your plants have progressed since you first purchased the seeds all the way up to the point where your buds are ready to consume. For your reference, and the benefit of other growers, Homegrown Diaries allows users to input the height of their plants as well as the temperature of the grow space, what lighting is being used, and more. When it comes to harvest time, you only need to input how much bud you harvested from your plant and our platform will calculate the gram per watt value which can be useful for future grows and to compare with fellow users of the same genetics. This platform is completely free and contains a database packed with all of the strains available from Homegrown Cannabis Coats. And we're back from that amazing break with Kyle Cushman. Be sure to give Kyle some love and follow at KyleCushman420 on Instagram. If you want to check out what Kyle was talking about, head over to www.homegrowndiary.com to sign up for free and begin documenting your homegrown cannabis co-plants today. It's an amazing way to easily keep track of your grows. It's as simple as creating a diary, and once you're ready to harvest, you can put your harvest date, you'll put your wet weight and your dry weight, and we have an amazing calculator on the website that will actually calculate the grams per wattage that you pulled with your lights. How neat. Now in this segment, we're gonna break this modern day myth of how beginner growers should be yielding ounces and pounds on their first plants. For any keyboard warrior who has been growing for multiple years, you can stop lying to everyone including yourself when all you say is your first plant was a pound of top shelf. That's a lot. If you've ever grown that and it was due to the fact that you probably had an on-site mentor and they grew the plant basically for you, not you. I don't ever believe anyone that talks that nonsense because the fact of the matter is it's not true. Any real cultivator knows it takes years to understand soil microbiology and recipes for not too hot blends but just the right amount. Dialing and feeding, adjusting UVB or UVA for 2-5% to increases in strains, adding sugars or carbs to increase in resin, little tips and tricks that you pick up every single grow. So the reality is the average grower and I would honestly say above 90% of growers probably yielded less than 2 ounces per plant autoflower wise or less than 4 ounces dried per photo period their first grow. Now outdoor cultivators do have a wider gap for how much they yield as you know it's outdoors and they have a wider range of mother nature kind of caring for their plants. However for novice indoor growers those ranges for ounces are about average now it's not that bad and if some of you listening indoor did yield more great job i applaud you you are above average but when you're an admin and in multiple groups and forums like i am with dozens of growers asking questions daily i can tell you the average of the cultivation community is roughly one ounce dried per autoflower and two ounces per photo period it's a true beginner average of what people struggle with trying to grow Overfeeding affects weight, environmental temperatures and humidity ranges affect the weight, overstressing the plant too much defoliation, all sorts of factors come into play with people and first-time cultivation. My best advice for all of those listening that are first-time cultivators or going to be first-time cultivators is to get an autoflower and let it do its thing on its own with some bamboo stakes for support. You should 100% focus on proper feeding and levels to develop quality, dense bud, and yield top-shelf quality every time. With yield averages like that to expect already in your future for a first-time grower, don't get discouraged, just take in all the variables into consideration and let your plant do its thing. Learn the fundamentals and develop the strong foundation for growing and your plants will considerably get bigger every harvest. My first ever photo period after growing autoflowers, I yielded 6.57 ounces dried with 2 ounces of frosty trim and lark. That was also after I grew those three autoflowers like I said and they only individually yielded 1.5 to 2 ounces each. Now I can grow an autoflower and yield easily over 3 ounces with ease however my first two plants were very airy non-dense bud. They did produce an immense amount of hash and rosin so the quality was there. Now, my third plant that we tested different feeding methods on was my fiance's auto flower we harvested in 56 days that yielded 1.57 ounces of super dense and frosty bud it was the first time we had quality dense bud and the next plant i grew was hera my jack herrera photo period plant which earlier in the first segment i talked about light leak cons and working with photo periods well guess what happened I had to spend an excess amount of money on a new tent to fix a light leak issue that hermaphrodited my plant. However, I did salvage her and only one cola was seeded out. So all in all, growing the photopuri was much more of a headache than growing the three autoflowers I grew the first time. However, I did end up yielding 6.57 ounces in 115 days start to finish. So it was a very good run. It was dense, frosty bud. So you can see though if I had not had those three practice runs how easily my weight could have been two or more ounces less with not understanding feeding or training or having my plant completely hermaphrodite on me. There are so many variables with growing cannabis and knowing how to be proactive as well as reactive it's quite key to understanding so many fundamentals for growing cannabis. So having a realistic understanding that your first grow may be below average is totally okay. Just make sure your below average weight is at least super frosty. You can create hash with it or still enjoy it. Medicinally it will have all the benefits like top shelf bud. It may just be airy or less dense than you desire. With time and proper feeding you'll gain density and thickness which in the meantime of learning you can still enjoy quality medication. So for me I despise when people in groups try to boast their plants where they're massive their first time and you come out and find out they have access to outdoor space where the sun is outside perfectly all year, the environment did all the work and all they did was harvest. Indoor growing is a whole other ball game as well compared to outdoor growing not to say outdoor growers have it easy but imagine recreating outside, inside your house in a small space perfectly. It requires more attention to detail, so those variables can drastically affect beginner harvest weight. So for those listening, be supportive of beginners growing quality bud and those trying to grow cannabis in general. It's expensive to begin and it's not an instant gratification hobby. It takes months of cultivation to see harvest day and at that you can't even smoke your stuff for 10 to 14 days plus cure time. So it's a labor of love that we're all involved in whether you're yielding one ounce or ten ounces because you had help, the know-how, and the space to do so. Props on either one of you for simply cultivating this plant that so many governments, politicians, and individuals have such a bias against. Cultivating this plant shows the world how truly it is just a plant. It's a medicine to help those in search of relief from various ailments or malady. This plant is freedom for many, including myself. Now I do hope you enjoyed this episode of the Homegrown Podcast, brought to you by Homegrown Cannabis Co., where you can snag top-notch autoflowering strains, feminized photo period strains, or regular photo period strains at www.homegrowncannabisco.com. They also have fast flowering photo periods, which are awesome. I'm Chronic from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, and I'll be back to host this amazing podcast every single week. So be sure to follow along on whichever platform you're listening from. Be sure to like Homegrown Cannabis Co. on Facebook to join in our free seed giveaways and tune in to our growing live events we host with Kyle Cushman and Nate Hammer. Follow at Homegrown World on Instagram to see behind the scenes posts and daily updates. Check out our amazing forum of growers who are there to help answer all your cultivation questions over at www.homegrowncannabisco.community where you can sign up for free and join over 3,500 growers online now. If you started your Homegrown Cannabis Co. garden and want an easy way to document like Kyle Cushman talked about. Be sure to head over to www.homegrowndiary.com and join myself and many other growers and sign up for free where you can record your grows with ease and share them. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Much love, happy growing, and peace.